Yeah. All right. Let's get to Drew Butler, who is host of podcasts and superstar uh, betting services. And just give all your promos. Of course, the big thing is this show. But what? go ahead. <laughs> Punt and pass. Yeah, happy te- First off, happy 2024. I don't know why you have to spread false narratives like I'm some, you know, juiced up roid head who gets angry over everything. I'm chill, bro. I got a great family. I got great jobs. I love my life, man. Happy 2024. You, you've been all over this Falcons regime, though. All year. Yeah. You've been, and by the way, you don't, are you on the phone tight here? You're not on speakerphone, are you? No, I'm on my AirPod. Does it sound good? No. Now it's a little better. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so you, you have been on the Arthur Smith regime. Drew Butler, host of uh, the Steakhouse every Monday and other days as well. But you've been on. Why have you kind of zeroed in on Arthur and this coaching staff? I would argue before almost anybody in town. You know, it's just the product on the field. Um, you look at what they put out, especially the, the road games, uh, situational football, not being able to win close games. Every game that they won this year, you know, if you think about it, it came off of Young Way Koo's foot. And a lot of times they had some help to get into those situations. But having been in NFL locker rooms, understanding the preparation that goes on week after week, the attention to detail that it takes, the hyper-focus in situational football, third downs, when to go for it, when to go for two, how to attack a game plan. And, and then one of the biggest ones, stacking wins. And you and I have talked about it all season long, Stig. The best teams in football put together win streaks of three, four, five games to fight, scratch, and claw their ways back into a season. And the Falcons, under Arthur Smith, the last three years have not been able to do it. Uh, And when you and I were talking about games like the Thursday night game between the Vikings and the Broncos, two teams that were absolutely dead to rights early on in the season, and they put together great win streaks to be fighting for playoff contentions, that's great coaching. Uh, that's improvement over a season. And that's when you start to get belief in the locker room and guys are playing for one another. And for whatever reason, that has not been happening for the Atlanta Falcons. And it all starts at one position, and that's the quarterback position. It's hard to win without a quarterback. And, you know, if Arthur Smith indeed coaches his last game on Sunday at a game at a place we're not supposed to win because we're a terrible road team. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, um, so – Will the Taylor Heineke slash Desmond Ritter decisions be the one that Arthur Smith in the offseason sits there and goes, wow, it's pretty simple. That's why I don't have a gig anymore. Yeah, because you're in currently the worst division historically in NFL history. Your schedule has been one of the most historically easy schedules ever, and you haven't been able to capitalize. And that's because you don't have a quarterback, and this league is driven by the quarterback. Going back to this offseason, you had a guy, look, we can all talk about it. Was it ever a possibility? Yes, no, indifferent. Lamar Jackson, who's about to be the MVP of the league this year for the second time in his career, he was out there. And league MVPs don't come on the market very quick. And and I know everybody who's listening now is going to say, well, we just got out of cap hell. How could you put yourself back into cap hell? It's all worth it if you win. It, full stop, it's all worth it if you win. We talked about the Los Angeles Rams. They leveraged their entire franchise. They got a Super Bowl ring out of it. They were dead to rights early this season. They've already clinched a playoff spot once again. Why? Because they, had, because they have a quarterback. It, it is as simple as that. Obviously, they have skilled position guys 
who produce massively on offense. They've got an all-pro. No, you're right. Listen, but it matters because that's what it takes when, when to you've go gone, gold. When you've gone 60 years and you don't have a title, when Tampa Bay went to cap hell, they went and got another Super Bowl. And by the way, they're probably going back to the playoffs with all the cap hell. You said the same thing about the Rams. They went to cap, you know, uh, purgatory, but they got a Super Bowl. And last I checked, nobody wants a part of the Rams in the playoffs in terms of an upset opportunity. And, and in a city where we've never got a title, you know, like you have to put all the chips in, right? Absolutely. Can I just say one thing? Because it happened after Sunday's game, which was an absolute debacle in Chicago. You go onto social media, and I know it's overly negative. We all get that. But the people blaming Arthur Blank, I simply don't get it. Because what Arthur Blank does as an owner is essentially top world class across the board. And everybody talks about no Super Bowls. Okay, the Atlanta Falcons gifted away a Super Bowl victory just six years ago. He has an amazing world-class stadium that he built for this city. The work that he does in the community is incomparable across the NFL. And he takes care of his players, staff, and the families of the Atlanta Falcons. Literally, probably top five. In okay, the but, but how does that affect it? But, but, but a guy Everything sitting. that he does as an owner is first class. Look across the league. David Tepper throwing drinks on people. Dan Snyder, the community, the players, the staff hated him. What Arthur Blank does as an owner is what owners are supposed to do. So what? He made a bad hire, so now he's supposed to sell his own company? That is absolutely crazy. This falls on Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith for convincing their owner, hey, we've got the right guys at the quarterback position, being Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke, heading into a division that is wide open. We all knew that back in August. Do you think they've made a decision on their head coach? Barring uh, an absolute crazy ending to the season, I, I think so. Because, look, they need help. Uh, they have to win on the road a division game, which they haven't been able to do. Then Tampa would have to lose to the worst team in the league. So you're going to have to have a lot of things fall your way. And then you probably have to win the wild card game. I, I do think that. And it looks like it will probably be Philly if the Falcons do host a wild card game, which would just be crazy. But you'd have to win that game, too, to really not only save your job, but save the fan base. Uh, to, to remain invested in the Atlanta Falcons because they're reeling right now, and that's probably the most upsetting part. I agree. I agree with you. And I thought Rusty made a great point about the AIS number, the ass and seats. Yeah. Um, that's the problem. You're right about that's that, the, That's number that's one. That's a huge mm-hmm. – you, you, are, you have no goodwill. Uh, and Arthur Blank doesn't have any goodwill right now. And I'm not telling you you're totally wrong um, by saying – I mean, Arthur Blank's, I think, done a, a very good job. I don't know. You're supposed to let your guys run the team. If you're a meddler, you're in trouble. Exactly. If you don't meddle exactly. enough, you know. Let me just mention the Falcons draft this year because I don't think Terry Fontenot is in trouble either. Uh, Bijan Robinson, Matthew Bergeron, Zach Harrison, who is coming on mm-hmm. for sure as a third yep. rounder, mm-hmm. Clark Phillips, DeMarco Hellam out of Alabama. I mean, given they only had five or six picks, really not a bad draft overall for the Falcons. And the one before, not so bad either. It's just the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and, and I talked about this with Mark Zeno a couple weeks ago, God bless him, because you know, he was giving Arthur Blank a hard time as well. And I said, what do you want Arthur Blank to do, the owner of the team? When Fontenot and Smith go to him earlier this season and say, here's the plan, do you want then Arthur Smith to go, guys, I don't know. Right. I don't know, guys, because that's not his place. He hires those guys to make those decisions, 
he allows them to play with those decisions. That's what good owners do. Uh, and these guys have failed, ultimately. 2022 draft, just to uh, mention to you, and, uh, you and Sandy. I mean, that was, what, uh, Drake London, Tyler Algiers, uh Desmond Ritter in the third round, mm-hmm. right? Who was the second round pick then? Is uh, that in front of you? Uh, Arnold Ebicati. Oh, yeah. That's good. Right? I mean, so. I, well, I, I'm going to double down because I could say that's even worse because what you've done so with what pretty do you good think, talent. Dave? Do you think Smith's gone, Fontenot stays? Do you think both are gone? Do you no, I don't, I, I don't think Terry, no, I don't think Terry Fontenot is gone. I don't, I don't think so at all. I think Arthur Smith just, you know, it's just it, – it, Three years, no playoffs. Will be the first Falcon coach since the what do we say, early seventies, to be not in the playoffs and lose his job. So we'll see. I I, I think if they do go to the play, do you think if Arthur Smith gives up offensive play calling duties, he could save his job Is as head it, coach? Mm, depends how they play against New Orleans, man. I'm telling you, Arthur was so angry after the Bears game, right? And Arthur Blank. Yeah. Yeah. He's so angry after well, the hey, Bears. Shout out to Mike Bell asking Arthur Smith yesterday, are you confident you can go get a quarterback to get this job done after the season? Because that uh, was quite the question to the head coach. No, it was good. It was a good answer. Branch. It was great. He, he said, yeah, we'll talk great. after the year. I'm of not going to talk gave, about he that. Said, I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect the guys in my locker room. We've got one more right. game to play. We're no, it was a good question. Not. I thought it, it was a great question and the right answer. I miss you, buddy. We'll see you Monday.